0: Welcome to The Practice Podcast, a show created by lawyers to help lawyers in life and business without all the complicated lawyer language. Let's welcome Bast Amron founders and your hosts, Jeff Bast and Brett Amron. Hello, I am Jeff Bast.
1: And I'm Brett Amron, and this is The Practice Podcast. Today's episode is about something near and dear to our hearts, health. But an aspect of health, right? Like we've heard a lot about, as it should be, mental health of lawyers and mental health of others, individuals being super important, particularly in the pandemic. And something near and dear to our hearts is the physical component, physical health, which we think goes along with mental health and really helps with that. And getting into a regimen, getting into a routine, and taking care of your
0: body to help take care of your mind. Sure, and I think... As you said, and when we're recording this, we are just coming off the pandemic, I would say. I'm right. putting air quotes around coming off of that. we hope we're we seem to be emerging from a pandemic, but lawyers tend to live stressful lives. It's our, especially in type of law that we do, insolvency and in litigation, it's our it's our job to basically inherit our Clients' problems, and yep. we live with those problems, and we embody those problems. We think about them constantly. I go to bed thinking about my client, like you know, cases, my clients' issues, and I think about it in the shower. And so, it can be very stressful. And so, mental health is such a fragile yep. component of, of being a lawyer. And I think coming off the pandemic, it was ex- particularly difficult for a lot of people who were on top of that stressful living. They're also isolated. So, yeah, for me, and I know for you, the physical health and exercise, a fitness and routine are so important to yeah. my mental health. I know you. for you, it's running. For me, it's swimming. If I'm not swimming, I am just not, I'm grumpy. I'm angry. I'm not, I don't feel good. My body doesn't feel as good. And so it's um, the physical health really keeps me together.
1: Yeah. To me, you know, in the days that I don't run. <laughs> Which is and, when, When? when's a day that you don't <laughs> run? So today is, we're recording this on a Friday. Did yeah. you run today? I did run this did morning. Did you run yesterday? Yeah. No, I did not. I did some other exercise yesterday. I try to run as we get older. I can't run every day. So I try to run three to four times a week, been more four times this now, um, and then do other stuff in between. But for me, the running is very meditative. I, it's an opportunity for me. I go super early in the morning. Cause it's really the only time, right? That's my routine. Um, I get up before everybody. It's what dark. time are you on the road? Typically between five thirty and five forty five in the morning. AM. Correct. <laughs> That's AM in the morning. <laughs> it helps, particularly this time of year, obviously, as it's just brutally hot outside and the sun's coming up and it's you know, it just gets hotter. So And how long are you
0: how long is your run? Um, time and
1: distance. Usually at least an hour. This morning I did just north of nine miles. Usually I'm at between eight and nine miles. And then sometimes I go a little more. So you're back in the house at 6.30? Um, I'm back in the house usually because I, I have a routine. Anyway, I'm usually back in the house by a little after seven because I try to stretch a little bit before I run and all that stuff. So again, routine for me. But the exercise is if I don't do it, I feel sluggish during the day. I don't get off to a good start. My mind is just not in the right place. And listen, there's days when I we can't, right? I mean, you know, schedule precludes it, but we've set it up, or I've set it up so that it's early enough that I should be able to do it, even in a modified form if I have to cut it short before
0: my day starts. Um, right. Because so I know... cord and meetings and everything else, yeah, nothing's going to interfere with
1: it. No, even travel. I take my running shoes, uh, depending on <clears throat> on my travel schedule. When we were traveling pre-pandemic, I would take my running shoes and... It's super easy to add them to the bag, and it's a great way to see a city wherever you're going um, and just get out. And it doesn't have to be nine miles. It doesn't have to be eight miles. It can be 30 minutes. and That's how I started 15 years ago.
0: Running 30 minutes. The other thing I think that's unique about your run, besides its frequency and duration, is that you don't wear headphones, like no music, no podcast. So I recently added
1: headphones... And, oh, really? Yeah. Wow, recently, this is yeah. breaking news. I know, I know. Dee, 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 dee. Breaking news. So I recently found a pair of headphones that stay in my ear and can withstand the sweat mostly. And although this time of year will test it greatly, <laughs> I just listen to music. I do not listen to podcasts. I probably should listen to a podcast and I'm gonna try that. But I listen to music and it lets me kind of focus and just zone out a little more. But I was, for years, I was running with yeah, nothing. you always
0: ran. With nothing. I was always amazed by that, because yeah. I'm not a big runner, yeah. as you know. But I, I will run occasionally, and I just, if without music or yeah. a podcast, I... I was it? Be, a, it's like a motivation, or yeah. it gives you something to focus on yeah. besides the besides running? Besides the run. Otherwise, I'm thinking, how far is that? How far is that? How right. long do I have? How, I trick <laughs> myself into, okay, I'm not going to look at my watch until yeah. I get... Usually, if, with music, I'm not yeah. going to look at my watch until five songs or whatever, or just...
1: Yeah. So, so much of running and and the swimming as well, or really any exercise for that matter is mental. I mean, so getting back to the connection between the physical and the mental, there's so much about for me running and, and mental, which is I have to escape the pounding and the pain and feeling tired and starting to, you know, sweat and just feeling drained, and there's a mental component to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, no, just keep going, keep going, keep going. Right. Um, and I know swimming is the same way, and that's your right. thing, which is swimming. And so, right. do you
0: find that? I mean, I, do you wear music? Yeah, yeah, it's funny. If I swim in a pool, which is very right. rare, I almost never swim in the pool, Right. I will bring headphones because it's just so monotonous Yep. going back lap after lap after lap. And that, that black might, line, that black line in the pool. Yeah. yeah. Which sometimes it can be, like you said, have a meditative features. But when I'm swimming in the water open water, no, I don't wear yeah. some people do, some of the swimmers do. I I don't I kind of like the sound of the ocean and the, mm. the tranquility of yeah. of just swimming. Every once in a while I'll hear a dolphin or something off in the distance. And plus safety wise, I just I like the feeling yeah. of being able to hear what's going on around me.
1: Yeah, I tried different Headphones and when I swam in the water and um, yeah. in the pool, it's you're right. In the open water, I I can't even imagine wearing headphones right. in open water. Right. I don't know. I was always looking around for the sharks <clears throat> waiting as I, I swam. <laughs> when I first started swimming,
0: though, you're ta- you know we're talking about the the pain, and I was counting. I was counting every stroke. I mean, I breathe every third stroke, so I, I alternate. But I would be I would swim whatever twenty five or thirty strokes, and then do a little what I would call breaststroke breaks just to kind of right. take it easy. And then I built my way up until we, cause when we swim on Sundays, it's almost a little shy of, or sometimes it's around two miles, right. sometimes right, you know, right below and sometimes above. In the beginning, I would take breaks all the time. I couldn't put together a full swim of one mile or longer. And now, you know, obviously now I can, but you do get into that groove where you're just, you can think about something. If I have to if I have a presentation to make or a speech or something, I will sometimes work on them. But most of the time, I'm just kind of thinking about or singing the last song I heard on my, <laughs> on my way right, uh, right, 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 to the right. swim or whatever. But it, it can be so, well, not only does it feel good, but it, as you know, you, you and I aren't scientists or anything, but there is a release of endorphins yep. after yep. exercise. And just, I, I do feel physically good, emotionally, psychologically. I just feel so good on yep. swim days. And I wish I, the one thing I, a lot of the swimmers in my, in our group, shout out to Dolphins and Rainbows, they will swim during the week in the morning. I don't, I generally swim Sunday morning and then Wednesday nights. I'd love to do the morning swim because I feel so good after yeah. the swim. Maybe I'd be happier in the office if I swam. In the
1: That's not possible. <laughs> so, always oh, so happy. So,
0: you swim a couple times a week. But you have a routine, well, at least right. in the open water, right? right. So yeah. how many times? So on other days, I, right. I work out three days a week, swim right. two days a week. And then my off days, like today's Friday, I I don't have a, an exercise. But I do have a morning routine of stretching mm-hmm. and meditation. And most off days, I'll do breath work, Wim Hof breathing, a little mm-hmm. 10 to 15-minute session of that. But I try to meditate every day. And, and I stretch every day without fail.
1: Right. So the point is a is a routine and getting into something that is going to help you feel better. Right. I mean, you didn't start by swimming two miles right. at a time. You didn't start lifting whatever your weights you're lifting or swimming however many laps in a pool. Right. How did you sort of get yourself going? Like, was there a moment? That you had, that you it's, like. What's no, I, funny I, is,
0: well, I've always been a fitness guy. I've always been healthy. I worked out in high school, college, and when, mm-hmm. but usually it was like weights and ego that were driving <laughs> the fitness. It wasn't about <laughs> had, you know maintenance that. and yeah. longevity and things yeah. like that. Yeah. And then when I started the firm in two thousand eight, I had some lower back problems. At that time, I was doing a boot camp on the beach, and yeah, it was like really just, high impact, yeah. high intensity. And I remember there was a day like. I jumped onto a wall that was, I don't know, three feet high. And the jumping really impacted my lower back. And I had serious lower back pain. And I went to some doctors and they were like, you're going to need surgery. And I was, no way, I'm not doing surgery. So I ended up doing one round of epidural injections. And then I started with physical therapy. And they said, basically, you need to adopt a long-term program. And from there, I started working out with a trainer. And for me, what the trainer did was scaled me back. Instead of going heavier or doing more reps, he was moderating my workouts right. and making paying more attention to detail which I really I needed because I'm a 110% guy when I'm, you know, working out. Right. That's why I don't do any of the group workouts anymore because I'm always going to do the most number of reps or the highest weight and that's how I hurt myself. But anyway, ever since then I've always, you know, I've worked out with a trainer and and I'm super cautious about because I remember that pain so right. distinctly. Yeah. And I just do not want to go back there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's being smart about it rather than just going gung ho. I mean, we're not yeah. twenty anymore, you know. So if you work out and take care of your body, obviously it can respond to things. But we can't do what we did
0: right. when we were twenty or twenty-five years old. No, anymore. no, you're right. You know, but I am. A, I'm. I would say I'm in as good a shape, if not better. I'm at my high school weight right now. You know. Oh, I am, I'm. I'm in
1: far better shape yeah. than I was when I was younger. And certainly, when I was a young dad, oh I yeah, mean, that was the time. Right, everyone goes through where have you? Just exhausted. Yeah, and, that's true. You know, you stop yeah. working out.
0: You the know? other component of this that I, to me, is key to health, and I'm neurotic about this, and my family can attest to it. Is sleep yeah. is the importance of sleep? It's yeah. just such an important component. I mean, we can have, we can actually do a several a series of podcasts <laughs> on health, but nutrition, nutrition, fitness. Yeah sleep and then i think also community is part of that
1: yeah so i fall very far short i've talked about it on the sleep component um continuing to work on that i, yeah. fall, I fall very far because i don't get to bed as early as i should i get up in the morning no matter, no matter what, what time i go, go to, to sleep right so if you go to bed at nine o'clock you're up at five anyways or do 4 give me some time extra time so yeah so if i go at nine great that's great sleep Like if I can fall asleep at nine and stay sleeping, which is also an issue, that's a fantastic night's sleep. Like last night, eleven, right?
0: Right. Nine o'clock is early, and I got
1: up. It is early, right? I probably went to bed at eleven and got up a couple times and and during the night, and uh, you know, the dogs. Uh, (laughs) And um, they have three dogs, by the way. Yeah, and four forty-five, three
0: dog alarm went up. 4.45, so So the alarm I was going to ask you about that. You wake up every day, but you set an alarm. Alarm. 4.45. 4.45 during the week, give myself a
1: little bit of a break. If I'm running on a Saturday or Sunday, I usually do either 5.30 or 6, sleep in a little. Because in part, my concern this time of year, especially, in the winter, I can, winter, quote-unquote winter, Florida winter, I can give myself a little more time and wake up later and run. It's not so blazing hot. Right. But this time of year, especially if I'm out running a longer distance, so I'm out two hours, it's really hot. And so I try to get up early and go. And so I don't get enough sleep. Nutrition is super important, right? And that goes along with, to me, it's sort of all-encompassing. You're right. Sleep is super important. Nutrition, physical health, mental health, and taking care of yourself and having that routine and focusing on what you need as opposed to what you want on the nutrition side does that mean that like if you want that slice of pizza have it don't you know my view like i if i'm sitting there and and i'm out with people and and they order dessert and i take a piece and they're looking at me and i'm like yeah it's okay (laughs) right (laughs) yes i do eat i do eat dessert (laughs) like it's okay for me i just get up the next day and i you know have my routine like and just it's sort of to me it's an overall view and not in the minutia.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You have to give yourself flexibility. And I think uh, that's an excellent point because if you're not flexible with yourself, you're a lot less likely to do the things that we're talking about. Like yeah. for me, you know, I used to be like so rigid with my either fitness or and if I missed some a day, I would beat myself up. Yeah. And then I might. And then if I missed the second day, well, that could re- jeopardize the whole thing. I might just stop either meditating or actually you know, running or swimming or whatever it is. And so whatever it is you're adopting, people are adopting, whether it's a diet or a fitness routine or whatever, I always urge flexibility. If you miss a day, okay, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Or if you have a cheat day when you're eating with your diet, it's fine. You have to give yourself that. And if you don't give yourself, you're much, much less like, if you don't give yourself that freedom, that flexibility, you're much less likely to stick with whatever program it is that you're working on. To me, I eat healthy. 99.5% 99.5% right. of the time right. so that I feel zero guilt on that other 0.5% even if you know if I go away on a trip and I decide that I'm going to eat unhealthily for, you know, three or four days. Again, I feel this is why I work hard so that I can do those things and not have. But uh, there's
1: no requirement that somebody be 99. That's, that's super awesome. Like 99.5% and that works for you. What works for other people is 70% of the time or 50%, whatever. Exactly. And you swim, I run, but if somebody, there's such a Same thing with with exercise, like you just said, with nutrition, which is, God, it's just so—I kill myself, so if I miss a day, I'm going to stop. Or I feel I don't want to get started, or it's such a huge mountain to climb to get myself started, and I'm not seeing any progress after a week, and I just—just do something. Like, just move is sort of my view. Yeah, Get out of bed, or when you get home and you have a dog, go for a walk. If you working in an office and you in the middle of the day, rather than going, if, if you don't have a lunch, rather than going out to lunch and go for a walk and then right. sit back down at your desk and eat at your desk, move is, is the point yeah. and sort of build off of that. For me, I mean, that's kind of how I was never a distance runner. I mean, never. I right. used to, and I will reveal here for the first time, Statue of limitations has run. When I was in high school, I was a sprinter. And our coach used to send us out for a five-mile run. And the sprinters used to run off campus, and we would hide. <laughs> <laughs> and we would look at our watches, and we'd figure out about how long it would take, and we'd come back. It's probably more work than doing then, the run. You know, no, we just sat there. Time. And then we did sprint drills and weights and all that stuff. Right. And we're like, why are we running five miles? That's but, funny. I mean, obviously now I know that it made sense. But, but just get started. So when I started, I think it was like 15 years ago, I actually started running and I started having hip pain. And I stopped, and somebody said to me, "It's your shoes." And I said, "You're crazy. You know are talking about?" And they said, "It's your shoes. Go to a running store get and fitted. get fitted for right. shoes that really work for you." So I was like, "All right, let me get a shot." I did it, right. I haven't had hip pain since, no. and that's 15 years. So I started running again, but I just started with not distance, not speed, not anything, 30 minutes. Yeah. And walk. If I have to walk, I walk. Just keep yeah. moving. You know, there's that old adage: if you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But whatever you do, don't stop moving. Right. That's good. And that's sort of the point. Like, thirty minutes walking is great. It's better than sitting down right. and doing nothing. Or you know, and build. Yeah. On it. When I uh, ride a bike, same thing.
0: I don't train for races or anything, but I do like the yeah. Spartan and the other adventure races every once in a while, and so I will run in preparation for those, just because. Not because I'm looking to increase my time, but just because I want to enjoy the day and I don't want to be huffing and puffing so badly. So, But when I start the run, usually I will start with like uh, interval runs, you Mm -hmm. know, run hard for a minute, you know, run softly for 30 seconds. Or sometimes I'll do when I'm on a run, I will... Run hard in the sun and then slower in the shade, like as, a, <laughs> right, as along, right. along my path, yeah. just to, to kind of give yes. myself yeah. those little, you know, rewards. It's like building in a little reward system. But the other key, besides flexibility and and taking baby steps, is making it easy on yourself. Yeah. So, like one little, it's such a little thing that I do is I uh, put my all my running gear. Like I put it all out in the bathroom. I'm getting dressed. My you know my wife might be sleeping at that time. Hi Jelly. Mm-hmm. I put the shoes out. I put the socks out. Now I'm like I'm kind of invested in the run for the the sure. next morning. Yeah. So if I wake up and I don't run, I see the gear out. So <laughs> I, I kind of let terrible. myself down. Yeah. It's like I, I'm not only I'm making it easier for myself in the morning, but I'm also kind of like committing in advance to doing it. And I think that's also being part of a group that runs or swims or does what you know whatever the fitness is or works out or working with a trainer or a partner or something like that, it, it kind of commits you to it.
1: Whatever you know? works for you, right? Yeah. Like, I don't run with a group. Right. I don't, I do my thing. But if that works for you, then you should, right? I mean, and I do the same thing as you. I, partly because I don't want to wake everybody in the morning. Right, yeah, but <laughs> I get my my gear ready the night before and it's sitting there. And you're right. If I, for some reason, miss and right. I see it, man, I, God, I, <laughs> right. And that's where I beat myself up, which I yeah. shouldn't, but yeah. Yeah, it's setting yourself up. And I know a lot of people think, and this is good for them, they hire a trainer because they're like, I'm I have to meet somebody, so I'm gonna go do that. Right. And like you said, make it easy. Do whatever is going to work for you to get you moving. Because right. and I always think to me, it takes about two weeks of a regular routine and then you start to feel the benefit of that. Yeah. You know? and you just you have to have consistency if you do one and you're like yeah i did it once this week and then next week and you have to have some consistency to it i'm not it doesn't have to be every day it doesn't you know yeah but if you have some consistency about two weeks in is right. when
0: you start to feel like hey you know what kind of feels pretty good right yeah no i agree and running is the kind of thing again i'm not a runner but it is the kind of thing that when I do run and I mm-hmm. go, I th- go through periods and I'll run for yeah. a few months and then I'll take a few months off, which is not the right way to do it at all. But when I do run, it's the kind of thing that it really gets easier so quickly. Like there's such a, a steep curve that of improvement, yeah. you know, the first day is, you know, is so challenging <sighs> it's brutal. and the next day, it's just a little easier and maybe you're a little faster or you can run a little farther or you just feel less right. tired or for me anyways, the improvement is the cycle is so fast.
1: Well, if it's anything, right? Even swimming or or cycling is the same thing. Or you go to a boot camp and you, if you do it and you obviously see the returns and the benefits and you feel good and you, you know, you're making gains in whatever way. And then you take some time off and then you come back. And usually the first day, if it's not too long, the first day is good. And then you fall off. You're like, Oh my God, I can't believe I missed those months or whatever I missed a day, two days. So, it's just consistency and not beating yourself up mentally either. Like, listen, sometimes you have to take some time. That's okay. And then when you get into the routine, you're going to start to like, I, there's times when I travel with my family, if it's a true like family vacation, depending on where we go, I usually will not exercise. I'll Sleep, try and sleep in a little, sleeping in for me. I'll try and sleep in, but I'll spend time with the family and not go out. But that's a rest for my body. Right, You know, I give my body a little, I do rest usually one day a week because you do need to do that too. Like the sleeping is super important because that's when your body does all its work to heal itself and some great benefits there and periodic resting for your body from the exercise is also helpful, right? You know, because you have to, your body has to repair itself and grow and do all those things. So again, not a scientist, not a doctor, but that's super important too, as part of the routine. And I love your routine of on my rest day, I still stretch and meditate and taking a day off from the physical component, really, but working on stretching, which is always, always super important, but also the mental component as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And tying this all again, back to, you know, work and being a lawyer and dealing with stresses to me, it's because a lot of people say, well, how do you have the time to do that? Because you're so busy and you make you have to prioritize it for me. I have to make the time for it. It's on, you know, and people know it's on my calendar Wednesday at six o'clock. I'm in the water, you right, know, I'm right. swimming. So I schedule it, you know, and I make the time for it, but also it's productive time too, As I know you've had this sometimes on a swim or on a run or mm-hmm. whatever it is, I will have a breakthrough. And think of a, of an idea in a case. And, and I know that in the office, everybody knows that every <laughs> once in a while they'll get a text from you at, five in the morning or six in the morning. And maybe, I don't know if you are on a break, you stop during the run and send the text or not, but. No, I usually have some
1: breakthroughs as well and send emails, usually not on the run, unless it's like right. a an aha moment. Although as I get older, I forget things. So I, I may stop, um, right. but usually it's after. And then I just, I'll send emails, have those moments or sometimes I just have those moments. And like you said, if you're prepping for a depot or a hearing or whatever, I can run through stuff in my head as as I go along. Right. But it's also I think something that we've tried to embed in the culture here too, which is encouraging people to live healthy lifestyles right again, not whatever that is to that person right. yeah to feel good physically and mentally and we always thankfully I think I just saw it starting to come back, and that's the salad club the That'll lunch be, the salad yeah, club yeah, right yeah. and they everyone in the office kind of brings a different piece to the puzzle and they make a salad and they all share it. I'm happy to see that back. Right. That's part of it as well. And that is making sure that the people that you work alongside are healthy too and feeling good because that makes them happier, more
0: productive, and just a better environment. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And I think being fit gives us clarity. And allows us to focus. Because I remember when I had, you know, the bad back pain, I couldn't really do much without thinking about the back pain. And so I lacked focus at that time. Or I had focus. My focus was just on my back or on my pain or on whatever else. So it, it gives us clarity. But also, I think we're just better people when we are feeling good. And if you're feeling healthy, you're feeling good. And you're more open you're open, more open minded. You're less I'm less reactive. I'm less short tempered. You know, especially when I'm well rested and right. feeling good and eating healthy. Yeah.
1: And, and you know,
0: listen, it's all
1: again, it's an evolution. I mean, I, you know, it's just an evolution on all fronts, nutrition, mental, physical, you know. And so just start to think that way and and how you want to try to make yourself feel better. That's all I always sort of When people ask me questions, I was just just do what you think, or try to help you do things that's going to make you feel better, and whatever that is for you.
0: Right. The other benefit I I didn't want to miss this one is just the, especially with outdoor fitness. Mm -hmm. You and I are both outdoor Mm -hmm. fitness people or outdoor people, I would say, is the scenery and the vistas. Like Mm -hmm. Brett, we are all in our firm beneficiaries of Brett's early morning (laughs) runs in some way because he will bring his phone with him. Thankfully. And he takes these amazing photographs of Miami that a lot of people will never see those (laughs) sites in Miami. In fact, I think a lot of people don't even know some of the spots in the grove where you run. Yeah. um, That some of those waterfront spots even exist because you kind of have to be running back there. You know, you Um, wouldn't be just driving by those spots. And Brett shares those photos. You can find them on on our website and on you know he wrote a Lot, blog about running and lots of sunrises. Yeah, and so I don't bring my phone when I go to the water to swim. But no. My brother in law does. He takes amazing photographs too. But some of the things we see, it's just it's, it's just gorgeous. The, either yeah. in the morning swim, the sunrise, and on the in the evening swim, sunset. We swim around the bay, mm-hmm. and when we come around, uh, we swim around the islands and the Venetian Islands. When we come around the west, the southwest mm-hmm. corner, I yeah. always stop and look at downtown, and just it's usually it six, six, cool seven, 7 o'clock. Yeah. It's just beautiful. The sky is pink, and it feels good, and it reminds us, you know, how fortunate we are to live in this. You know, yeah, it's South just Florida,
1: yeah, and, and like you said, getting that fresh air on you and taking, taking a look at the scenery and sort of absorbing it all is pretty cool, and that's a, an added benefit of, you know, just getting outside, you know, no matter what time of day.
0: See, being a lawyer is not all stuffy, stressful. It can be pleasurable too.
1: Well, being a lawyer may be (laughs) stressful, but listen, there's got, you have to balance, right? I mean, and that's, you got to find that. And that's the point, which is the work we do is super stressful. And you mentioned obviously taking the client's problems for them, right? And Mm -hmm. absorbing it. But, you know, you've got opposing counsel, you've got judges, you've got internal, you've got issues, you've got deadlines, you've got clients, you've got, I mean, there's just a lot of things. And so I always find it nice to exercise to sort of let all that go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For whatever time I do that. Right. And it's okay. And this is actually an important component of meditation too. It's, it's okay to give yourself that time, whatever it is that you have that's, you know, stressful, that court hearing or whatever that day, Giving yourself these ten minutes or thirty minutes or whatever it is the mm-hmm. hour, it's okay and yeah. it's important and you deserve it and it's the client or the hearing or whatever will will be better as a result of this break, yeah, you know yeah, and that's a hard thing is when I meditate in the morning is not thinking about you know what I have to do after all the things I have to do after I'll have there's plenty of time to think about all right. that stuff and stress about it and so taking a break is, is super important agreed. Brett, I've enjoyed this conversation. And Nelson, by the way, Nelson also is a big fitness guy. He so she, runs just as much as you, or maybe more. He's, well, he's
1: Nelson and I are going to battle it out at the co- upcoming corporate run again. <laughs> um, Nelson took me, I think, the last time we, we did the corporate run in 2019. I think he, he took me on time. I still hold the world the world record. The, the record firm for the record. firm. The firm record. firm record. However... Well, I'm worried this year. Again? I'm still training.
0: Do you remember the time? I,
1: uh, was it 22? Yeah, 22 and change. I don't remember the 22 minutes and change. I don't remember the seconds. So that was when I was much younger. So
0: uh, we'll have a follow up podcast after the next couple of times. We'll, we'll post we'll it.
1: We'll see who won. But uh, I'm training hard. I'm training hard now, so I'm coming after, you, man. Thank you for
0: listening. For more information on this show and other resources. Visit FastAmron.com and connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at FastAmron.